Welcome, 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 everybody, to Becky Leftist Chats, scheduled for one fall feed. That's a mouthful. We gotta change that. We gotta change that. We're gonna change that. There's something like Raw coming out or something, new generations and new expectations and clowns and... We gotta really sumo wrestlers. We gotta think about that. We're um we're gonna rebrand a little before the next season. Like raw is war type rebranding. I don't. I don't the thing is, no, that we we're can't not, steal that. That's trademark. That's silly. Yeah, and also it can't be raw centric because we're really covering all of the content that we can find. So we have to think of something. I have some good ideas. I'll talk to you off air. Yeah, yeah. You don't want anyone stealing. We don't want anyone to steal the ideas of rewatching stuff on Peacock. But (laughs) we only say that because we're getting close. This is November 92. This is part one of two. Eh, Three episodes you'll get for November. But are you including the Survivor Series? Absolutely. So we're gonna go over two episodes this week. (laughs) I am your lovely host, Pat, joined by my wonderful sensational vivacious Ooh. co-host jen hi how you feeling well better now i just feel like i got Damn. a bunch of compliments we're actually also gonna give this a uh, different rundown normally we run down the matches and uh we're just gonna try something new we're just gonna go in order of the show this time and uh we'll see how exciting that is or isn't chronological well at least from what the hell we had on peacock so it's let's get started chronic 11 7 november 92 we are working with the house show that was filmed in Saskatoon. Saskatoon. On October 12th. It's actually both of our episodes here are going to be at that house show we filmed in Saskatoon. They really, uh, they spread that, that, that Saskatoon out. A lot. A lot thin. went down in that spread one, too. Spread out thin. Yes, a lot did go down. But I can tell you, the people of Saskatoon responded well to our man, Max Moon. <laughs> Going Who's going against Mr. Louis Spicoli? Hint, Max Moon wins. What? Interlude. I do love, by the way, I do love during, well, we've seen now two Max Moons. Yep. Right? I love that during his matches, Mr. Perfect is always commenting like, look at the way he moves. At wrestling, I've never seen a wrestler, you know, move like that. Look at those maneuvers. He just has a way of wrestling that I've never seen before. Really just pointing out that this guy's trying to be like a robot. It's it's so silly. It's just layers it's of layers best. of layers on top of each other. I love the Max Moon angle all the way around. It's absolutely ridiculous. I really hate to tell you this, but I don't think Max Moon's going to be around. I know. Long. That's why I, I love like the absurdity. Because there's certain things that are just so absurd. And when they hit, they hit really well. And this, I can't imagine as a kid this hitting at all well. But as an adult watching the stupidity, being like, mm. who thought that this was a good idea? I mean, we're just throwing stuff at the wall and we're going to see what sticks. Yeah. I think that's the McMahon way. And uh, here we are. Here we are with Max Moon. <laughs> uh, then after that, we jumped in with some highlights of the Money Incorporated winning the tag titles, which is uh, rehashing the week before show. They, they want to remind you, or in case you forgot, you're busy on your Saturday at your soccer game. This is uh, This is what you get. Then we had a uh, Head Shrinkers versus Joey Mags and Brian Costello match. Head Shrinkers are back. We they haven't are here. seen them since we started watching this. Like, in the beginning of 92. Yeah, well, we yeah we haven't. This is the first time we're seeing them in our rewatch. Absolutely. I was going to be like, we haven't seen them. I'm like, I don't even remember when the first time was we saw them. Except, you know, when, when we started watching all the pay-per-views to get to the Raws, I 
think we see them at Survivor Series. I get the vibe that they were around and are now back, but I don't even necessarily know if that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, with something we could look up for next week, it doesn't really matter. They probably were. Maybe somebody got hurt. Maybe they were just wrestling on house shows or whatever, and we just didn't see them. But unless um, they just brought them in and never did any like vignettes or anything. I don't think so. I think that they're just you know maybe they're in developmental territories or whatever. We also, I mean, for the most part with this year, we've had a glutton of older talent. So it could have just been that they didn't really have the space for them on any of the pay-per-view shows or any of the really the house shows. Because we've had a glutton of old people. It started with, remember, it started with Sid, Hulk, uh, Jake the Snake, Macho Man, Flair, Warrior, No, this this is it. This is when they started. There you go. I mean. They were... They were known as a Samoan SWAT team. Okay. The Samoan SWAT team in other um, promotions. Yeah. Yeah. But this is this is that. Yeah, and it's just so weird because they kind of come out like you're supposed to know them. Um, but like, <laughs> were you? Because when 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 they came out, I'm like, oh man, I forgot how small Fatu was. Because Rikishi. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't... He's much... He, he I mean, gets much bigger. It is by the time you're seeing him again, though. I mean, it is like 10 years later almost. So... Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. It's eight years later or whatever. We'll watch it. I mean, we'll, later, we'll watch but... it happen in front of us. I mean, he is bigger, but he's also definitely exposing more as Rikishi than he did before. I'm not saying he didn't get bigger. I'm just saying... No, he you know. definitely got bigger. I mean, he was... He just looked... And maybe because he looks very young, too. Yeah. But anyway... Head shrinkers, they're eating weird shit. More they like eating food and stuff. Yeah. yeah it's just weird shit. Easy dubs. Then we go uh, into the event center, do some promos. Mm-hmm. So in what's available on Peacock, we had a uh, Kamala promo. Yeah, we got Kamala, um, which we don't really talk about those. And then we got Tatanka. He's He wants to make it clear about these fucking feathers. He Rick. wants his eagle feather. He is not an Indian giver. He never gave... Well, listen, that's what Rick Martel them. is yeah. calling him, so we're just gonna... He never gave the feathers. No, no, no. He didn't give the feathers to anybody. The feathers were... A taken. Just taken right and from And he him. wants his eagle feathers back. So feathers is still in play. This is a long-running feud here. It, this is... <laughs> this reminds me a lot of uh, future angles where maybe, you know, daughters may or may not get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And then we're just going to come back and be like, don't ever forget. Don't you How ever can- forget. <laughs> How could you even compare such a thing? How? Because, because these feathers... He stole the feathers. He was wearing the feathers. He was talking about how he was fucking great in Milan with the feathers. Now he's wearing the Inspector Gadget fucking clothes. And he's going to turn around and bring back up the feathers again. He does. He does. Remember, he was in Milan wearing his fucking whatever. Now he's wearing polo clothes, but now he's in the Inspector Gadget outfit. But we still got the feathers because, you know, now it's it what started as an insult has now evolved so it was an insult to him to take the feathers right you took my feathers an insult to now he's literally saying you're an indian giver that's rick martell not me love you love you mr chavez not me yeah so but like don't you feel like he could have gotten some new in, in some new feathers some new eagle feathers like it's i get he still wants his feathers but like or gonna, are these not easy to obtain i'm gonna go ahead and tell you that I do not want to speculate okay. about someone else's culture. 
Oh, no, I don't either. So I don't know but if these are time. special feathers. No, but they may be special feathers from a special headdress. I don't know. That's I true. don't understand. I don't want to speculate about someone else's not culture my, either. It's, it's not my... What I do know is... Tatanka, the character, is played by a real-life Native American. Yeah. So whatever they are or are not doing, I don't know. And I don't want to be the person to put my foot in my mouth there. Lumbies. Having said that, Kamala is not played by a real-life Ugandan giant. So, you know, we can just kind of say that that's a bullshit angle and get away with it. <laughs> Finally, we had a little Bam Bam Bigelow vignette, right? He's coming. Yeah, he's got some flames. He's screaming. Really I... good big guy. Him him and Vader, him and Vader are my two favorite big guys that just didn't come over as well as I think that they wanted to. I think that Vader was a... Bigger. He came over bigger than Bam Bam, but I, I like Bam Bam too as a kid. No, he was a bigger... Well, I was going to say, I think that he was like um bigger deal and he was better when he was in WCW. Um, yeah. Big Bam Vader. But... I, I always I always think of the two of them because it's kind of when Bam Bam leaves, then like Vader kind of swaps into his spot. They might have had a little overlap, but they just kind of fill that Maybe. same void Maybe. of like big guys that can you know take yeah. off. I I really off. love Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm really excited that he's coming. Um, I like his his New Jersey. Asbury Park. Asbury Park tattooed head energy. I'm here for it. Then we get a little Virgil versus Jim Peterson, and really that match is highlighting this fucking clown that's just wandering yep. around. Yep. In the Big old clown hammer. We don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's bopping kids on the head. That would be, uh, it's going to be doink. We're, we don't know yet, but he's coming. WWF update. What happened? Well, they showed the return of Marty Jannetty from mm. last week's show. Mm. Because there is a show coming up on a Saturday night. Could be considered a main event. Which you and I know, they play fast and loose with time. So the main event may or may not have already been considered happening or not happening at some point. And so when they're showing this Marty Jannetty angle, we're setting up a future angle. Am I wrong? Am I right? No, you're right. Um, yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're working <laughs> with it? multiple feuds with Shawn Michaels at this moment. They got stacks on stacks of feuds with Shawn. You got the Marty stack. You got the Bret Hart stack. Speaking of Bret Hart, yes, we got one of our uh, "Did you ever know you were my hero?" videos <sighs> to the Hitman from Vino Mac. Did you like this highlight video? These fucking videos, I forgot how <laughs> cringe they are. This isn't even as good as they get. This no. is just a little taste. It's a little. But there, there's so there's so much here that's entertaining, and then there's so much that's just not. And I feel like these videos are just like like they have to do them because they did them for other people, right? Like remember when we were watching, they were doing the Hulk Hogan things at the WrestleMania, and they're like Hulk Hogan's leaving. Like that was a thing. We were doing that. And they did yeah. those videos, and that didn't feel as bad because it felt old, right? It felt like old. Okay, so you're retiring Hulk Hogan. I get it. Like it's time to go. Yeah, but yeah. here it's like, okay, well, we know that we're going to have Brett with us for the next five years of this rewatch, right? We know that. Yeah. And so it's a little early for these fucking videos, right? Well, I think, yeah, they're just really celebrating his, uh, his newly found his rise to His rise to fame. Rise to glory. Yeah, it is. Um, it didn't have, did it have music? 
Like they of have course. like two, it has yeah. the fucking you have like the Bette Midler score behind it I, always. <laughs> it, was, it was just basically clips of his matches and him like walking to the ring. There's gonna be an epic Bret Hart video like in a couple years. That oh is, I know. Woo. Fire. Yeah. Then we get Damien Demento. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, Damien versus Steve Banks. I believe uh, we're getting some potentially Damien Demento Undertaker type vibes, right? Yeah, I don't even know. In the future, Is he I don't wearing know. like feathers and. I don't even know what the fuck he's wearing. Then we had an interview with. with... <laughs> I don't even have anything to say. No. Really. Then we had an interview with uh, Big Boss Man in the ring. Yeah. Getting ready to go at nails. Listen. He's having the interview in the ring, and there is a pole with a nightstick He's on telling it you what it's in the about. corner. And um, whoever gets this nightstick during the Survivor Series match is fully allowed to just beat the other person to a pulp with it. And that's an angle that you can have. So, in, <laughs> if you are in, a convict and a corrections officer, in your opinion, mm-hmm. better or worse angle without having seen it. The nightstick or the flagpole match? Where we put two flags and you have to get the flag. I'm thinking the nightstick match may have a better ending than the flagpole match. I like the flag matches, I think, better. Really? Yeah. Are you talking about, like, the Canada-America? Yes! Because I'm like, when was the last Um, time we put something on top of the ring that wasn't a belt? Yeah, it was it well it was the in your house brand, but whatever it was. You know, it was it was a pay-per-view. Uh it was like ninety seven. Um It was right before Survivor was on the way to the Survivor Series. It was ninety seven, yeah. It <sighs> It was like Vader and uh the Patriot or something. Yeah, it was weird the way that they did it, but I just think in general, like, that was pretty fun just given like Bret Hart's whole Mr. Canada, fuck the U.S. type angle at that time. Like, I actually kind of liked that. Like, I was like, this is kind of fun and new. The nightstick to me is just, like, really brutal. Like, whoever gets this nightstick is just going to beat the other one to a bloody pulp. Like, don't we have rules? I mean, anything is possible in the WWF. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) why you're asking if we have rules? Well... That interview happens. Then we get our Survivor Series report. Yeah. Yep. We get a natural disaster promo. That'd be... Harvey Whippleman and Kim Chi give a little promo. We got a Randy Savage Ultimate Warrior Ultimate Maniacs promo. And of course we have The Undertaker and Paul Bear. The Undertaker in his workshop. Diligently handcrafting <laughs> a custom-made casket... <laughs> Yeah. Out of wood for the Ugandan giant. So my favorite part of this... Well, okay, I have two favorite parts of this promo of The Undertaker in his wood shop. Mm-hmm. Workshop. Wood, work, I don't know. His shop. His shop. Of horrors, which it truly is. Of undertaking. <laughs> when they show him, like, working this wood, what, you know... Sanding. That's what he was doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they show him standing, there's like a technical drawing of this casket that he's building. And inside the technical drawing of the casket is a little drawing of Kamala. <laughs> and for some reason, I just loved it. I just it, it, was. it wasn't. They wanted to make sure it was to scale. That like, okay, yeah, so I, if I Kamala's under, this, under, we got this, you know? I understand. Um, 
I enjoyed that. And then when they show him, I believe he was blacksmithing, as they say, hitting a thing into a, a hot metal thing, a hammer. Mm-hmm. Into Smithing, a, yes. You know, like you do when you smith. He's, like, hitting next to it. He's not actually hitting. He keeps missing the, the like, piece of metal. I know he's an undertaker. I, listen. I don't know if he's a master blacksmith. That's the thing. I feel like Mark Calloway can do it all. Okay. I do too. Yeah. But he is the Undertaker right now. He's not. He's not. He's not Mark. <sighs> Jump back to in-ring action. Boop, boop, boop. Tag team title match. Money Inc. Mm-hmm. Versus High Energy. Real talk. I miss the parrot. He was there or he wasn't? No. I haven't seen him in a, in a minute. He's not on tour right now. I miss him. They're in Canada. That's why. Maybe you can't bring him to Saskatoon. Oh, actually, you're probably right. You probably can't bring him into Yeah, you're probably right. Um, good match. Yeah. Entertaining. And Money, Inc. survives. Money, Inc. survives. Um, always love always love a chance to watch my boy Owen. Like, he's just so good. And uh, it's fun to watch early Owen, because, like, what was even going on with high energy? I don't know. But, um, and we love Money, Inc., so this was entertaining. It was a little... A treat in the middle of a Superstars episode, right? I mean, I felt that way. I, I felt too. like this Superstars episode is just chock full of treats. This being the biggest cherry on top. Yeah. Right. And we conclude with our back to the event center. A couple more promos we're going to cut. Man, we are really... We're like camping out at this event center. That's all we can do. So here we, we see the feathers. Rick Martell comes out with his feathers. Absolutely. He's got to explain what this is about. He's not dressed like Inspector Gadget this time. He's dressed like a sailor. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's really, he's working his looks. He's a model. He's got lots of different looks. He's a model. And, and he's got saxophone music. Then we got a flare razor promo. So they're kind of mm-hmm. like a thing, which I like. Which I, I completely forgot because obviously Flair's going to leave very soon. Yeah, I really like them too. And I'm sad that we don't get more of it. And then we get two promos basically hyping up the upcoming Intercontinental title match. Yeah. Repo Man and British Bulldog. They've been circling each other. They actually have been circling each other for a hot minute. Repo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because Repo Man was like. He did hang him before. Yeah, before Bulldog won the title. So this is another one of those that pays off. We're revisiting old feuds now with Rick Martell and Repo Man and British Bulldog. It's almost as if. And and, Ed Nails and Big Boss Man. We're we're revisiting all of It's almost as if they have a big board and they're like, hey, we're going to give you the Survivor Series you never thought you were going to see, but come back to your board. Uh, SummerSlam, you never thought you'd see. But come back to the board, because we're going to bring it in for the Survivor Series. We're going to finish those feuds this out. This is going to be the Survivor Series you, you do think you're going to see, until it's not. Extra nerdy for those that have played, like, WWE 2K22. Like, we, we play it. We like the GM mode, but it was, it's always broken. But extra nerdy. It reminds me of that, where it's like, somebody just made a pay-per-view and just ignored every rivalry. They're like, here, we're just going to do all these things and then just come back to all the rivalries. Because yep. these are all like level three, level four. In that game, the rivalries can go up to level four. You need a pay-per-view to kind of conclude them. Yeah. All of these are like, this This fucking feather shit's been going on since Tatanka showed up. And He fucking stole those feathers. The first time he showed up, these fucks have been dancing around this. He was still wearing just a little... Yes! He was still wearing, oh, he was still wearing you know, his pants. His pants, yeah, his yes! Pants. This is like his first fucking event. And he took his feathers and started this angle. And we're like, oh, we're, we're hold on. Hold on, we gotta stop. And like, like the video game, if you don't wrap up these rivalries in a timely fashion, they start to uh, die down and get a little stale. So, mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel. I... I, the Repo Man British Bulldog thing, I 
Honestly, like, are we, we're still sneaking around, stealing shit? Like, we're still repoing? What are we doing? Well, you know what we're doing? Is we're going back to Saskatoon. Because it's November 14th now, <laughs> 1992. And we open with that match that we've been circling forever. And the match yes. happens October 12th. And it is the IC strap on the line. British Bulldog versus the Repo Man. Jen? Yeah. How'd the Repo Man do? Did he repossess the belt? He did not repossess the belt. I, I'm going to tell you, I, I saw that coming. I didn't yeah. think he was going to win. No. No. British Bulldog, good as always. Yeah. Doing his big slams. His big muscle moves. Yeah. Living his best life. As he does. And then, of course, we get our little vignette on another... Oh, well, we American had a whole hero. week. We had a whole week without him, now that it's going to remind you. Bob Backlund's coming back. Oh, my God. And this was kind of like, I felt, like, this was a pretty long one. I did feel like we had a lot of talking involved, a lot of close-up on Bob Backlund sitting on what I think is Vince McMahon's fireplace, stone fireplace, because I've seen other people there, too. 100%. We're, we're going to deep dive that as we go into the early yeah, 90s. Yeah, he's, he's on the McMahon fireplace talking about how he is just ready to get back into wrestling, 43 years old, bop a boop beep a bop and uh, we, lots of old footage. Um, and now, as a kid, did you like Bob Backlund, is my question for you. I think we've maybe talked about this, but... I don't know. Um. Or do you think he was boring? So the thing is, is what I remember of Bob Backlund as a kid is I remember the Bob Backlund for President Angle and I remember him feuding with Bret Hart. So my problem with Bob Backlund had nothing to do with him specifically. I thought he was boring because he reminded me of the old guard of wrestling, which he was. So it had nothing to do with him. And then he's feuding with Bret Hart in the I Submit match. And right. I love Bret Hart. So I'm like, what do you want me to do? What am I supposed to do? Right. He, he's, he's a villain in the traditional wrestling sense of a, of a heel. He's just a heel. He doesn't really have that extra layer around him that you might want to like tag onto. You know, so it's just he's just got heel energy. So for me, I didn't like him. Rewatching it, I'm gonna, you know, rewatching it the first time when we watched through all the Raws, um, I saw a little bit more than I saw before. And now that I'm gonna be looking and watching even the superstars that I bet he's on, I'm gonna see probably even more and, and, and check it out more for the performance than I'm gonna, you know, just that visceral initial reaction. How about you? But, well, yeah, I guess that was kind of like my point was that, yeah, when I was a kid, I thought it was boring. I thought it was the most boring. Like, I was like, who, why? Who is this? And now as we're rewatching, I'm like, no, no, no. That was intentional. You know what I mean? Like, and of course, as a kid, you don't realize that, like, they're making you not like this person because he's born. Like, that was the whole point of him. You know, just watching him interview, I'm like, oh, the whole point is that this guy is just, you know, this old guard and he's po- he's not supposed to be that entertaining. So now I kind of get it, you know? Yeah. Because I see I'm like, oh, they're, they're just saying... Here's the one you don't care about. No offense, I'm sure a lot of people care about you, Bob Backlund. No, I mean, he had a whole following. And you know what it is, of too? Of course, it's like, but you know what I mean? Like, it was intentionally supposed to be dry, like, howdy-doody type character. Yeah. And, and it's fine, because it, it's nice to have that older character contrast with, again, what's going to be the new generation. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, 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 I mean, think that's all right. I mean, super fun when he comes in as a heel. I, I love him as a heel. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Is yeah. that, you know, when you're watching this more to... um you know, kind of experience all of this through this prism. And just for strictly, like, 
this shit's available on streaming, it's 2022, and we're laughing at the cringe, like, it's fine. But when you're there at the time, I just didn't care about any of the angle. I just was like, I don't, why is he fighting Bret Hart? You know, kind of, what, what, who is he? So now it's more, you get to dive into it a little bit more and, and see a little bit more of it. So that, that part's a little bit interesting. Now, we go into another Head Shrinkers match. Jim Powers and Bob St. Laurent. Mm-hmm. Head Shrinkers do their thing. Win pretty easy. Shrink. And we're back at that okay. fucking event center. Another Rick Martel promo. Again with the Indian giving. Yeah. Yep. We got a big boss man promo. Nails I'm coming for you. A lot of the same. We got a vignette on Bam Bam. Yep. He's coming. Bam Bam. We jump right into a Marty Jannetty Mike Sharp matchup. Any notes on that? Anything you got on that? Yeah. Let's hear it. Do you remember what Marty Jannetty was wearing? It was rockertastic. It was like bright pink, like neon pink and yellow, like sherbet. Like it was like rival ring. Rivaling. Right, right. Whoop. <laughs> Rivaling. Oh my god! I forgot how to say words. Randy Savage's outfits it was wild tassels I mean the whole thing it was rockerish but it was like real it was like turned up 87 notches I love it and he's yeah, I enjoy watching him wrestle I enjoy I'm yeah. I think he's a really good in-ring wrestler and I feel bad I feel bad watching him I'm like man like he I feel like he was good enough to actually really like you know, be more than the Marty. You know, we, we've been talking you know? about this for the past year. And, and, I know. And it's really important to remember that there is a pocket universe out there somewhere. Oh, is this where we're going? <laughs> I know where we're going. Where it was Marty that kicked Sean through the window. Mm. And Marty had all the fame and success. Never forget. And Sean was getting arrested in Tampa. That's it. <laughs> I mean, Marty couldn't put on a decent in-ring show. I think... The, and the crowd loved him. Like, you see, they really respond to him well. It's been, back then, they loved but, him. But, you know, we're still at a point, we're still at a land, where that in-ring mic skills mm. hasn't transitioned all the way to it being really kind of the paramount, right? Yeah. Especially with, you know, by 95, 96, I think it's really, really important to have that in-ring skills. And forget it. Once when Stone Cold's there, and... If you don't have that, you're not going to get on TV. Yeah, yeah. And so, if you're comparing Marty and Sean, he doesn't have that. It is he just hard. doesn't have that. Yeah, and it's it, in comparison with Sean. It's I mean, and it sucks because Sean, I would say he's one of the best. So it's like no, he's not Stone Cold, but he's really good on the mic. And Marty doesn't have that. When I doesn't. when I watch this a lot, I get reminded of the idea, especially you know, there there is actually two things that are occurring here, both in society as well as uh, you know in the sport in the entertainment aspect of wrestling. It's like you think of people and you think of who could use like a computer in the nineties. Like I think of my grandparents, right? And I'm like, they, you know, my grandmother could type. She was a secretary. She knew how to type. My grandfather knew nothing of computers. And Marty Jannetty's like, just can't do anything on the mic. And it's like, if you don't have that skill in literally six years, you are gone no matter what. And yeah. that's just what... It's the same as, like, just computers. By the late 90s, 
everybody kind of has a computer then. And by the time, you know, dating ourselves here, but by the time we're in college in the early 2000s, basically everybody has a computer. And if you are unable to type and access and do this stuff, you are just shut off. And that's kind of, you know, the, the analogy here, like I said, is just goes back to Marty just didn't seem to have it on the mic, which is going to fail you in the future. And it's almost like it's foreshadowing. No matter how great he could be in the rain and how many good little moments we'll see him with, he just can't translate. Because Sean is electric, even now on the mic. And Brett is awesome on the mic. And Brett, for anything Brett can't do on the mic, he can excel in the ring. Yeah. So it really kind of counterbalances it. Sean, awesome on the mic. Yeah. Diesel's going to be a lot of fun on the mic. Yeah. Razor, awesome on the mic. And Diesel, I'll say this, like, when he comes in, I feel like he's very wooden. Mm-hmm. And he really, ex- like, he really improves, like, yeah. on with his mic skills and with his p- right. personality really, like, opens up and you're like, okay, I feel like I know, this person is really a personality. He comes out as just the, you know, the the bodyguard or the security officer and he doesn't, officer. But, like, he doesn't have really a personality other than to be big and scary. And then he, like, really develops his personality. And it's... But then the thing about him where it even transitioned further is he is not just big and scary. Because that's that's Scott Hall. That's Razor Ramon. That he's big and scary. Kevin Nash is a head, and, head and shoulders above him. So it's like he's at a level that you can't even imagine what he... You know, who he... and And he's almost like... He really almost kind of becomes like a... Like a one of one. He reminds me a lot of, at least as a kid, the the similarities I would think a lot like Shaquille O'Neal. Because Shaquille O'Neal was very funny, very dry. He was in movies and he transcended basketball. But he was such a huge force that that's what Diesel reminded me. It's like, well, like that Royal Rumble. Like, well, no, nobody can beat him. You can't beat him. Look at like You can't beat him. You know, like the Royal Rumble, I think 94 or 95, when just he knocks everybody. Like, you can't beat Look how big he is. You know, and it just yeah. reminds me of Shaquille O'Neal. These two people that are larger in life in these two things. And you're like, there's nobody that could beat him. So it's really enjoyable. It's it's fun. Because you do see a lot of other tall guys. Like, we're going to... Soon enough, we're going we're gonna to end up with the giant Gonzalez. Who is right. a tall, huge man. And seems intimidating. But he's wearing, like, a leopard suit. Like, Diesel's just like, I'm wearing these giant leather pants. And my leather pants come up taller than a six foot tall man, you know? His legs are like yeah, two thirds of his body. It's he wild. He has the longest legs I've ever seen on a man. It's wild. It's unbelievable. And he the, he steps over that top ring like nobody else. It's amazing. Like, boop. Yeah. And, and this it, his move where he kicks you in the face. It's like he doesn't even do anything but lift his foot up and it just hits your face. It's, and it's, you explode. It's wild. It's wonderful. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's a little diesel rant. Yeah. <laughs> Side so rant. So we get back into another update. We got Bret Hart defends the title against the Berserker. Yeah, that happened on a challenge or primetime. Uh, they showed part of it. I. Then we get a Bret Hart promo and then a Virgil promo. Oh, yeah, because Bret Hart and Virgil are going to have a match. I don't know if it's at the next Superstars or if it's at... A challenge, or I don't remember, but Virgil is challenging Brett for the title. So, um, well, hopefully, Brett that's can, what that hopefully is. Hopefully, Brett can hold on to the title tonight at Saturday Night's Main Event because that could be a problem. <sighs> now no, we get a. I uh, hope so because, ooh, you think if he doesn't, would it be Papa Shango and Virgil? I think that's exactly what would happen. Mm. So now we have um, a Nails versus Ken Johnson match. And what happened during this match? Doink. Yep. Wandering around. As doinks do. 
as doinks tend to do in Saskatoon. So he's been working a lot in Saskatoon, running around the ground. Then we get our interview with the Natural Disasters and the Nasty Boys, who are faces and faces, because they're ready to go now. And we're going to get a Survivor Series report with more Ric Flair, Razor Ramon, Mr. Perfect promos. Mm -hmm. And then we got the Ultimate Maniacs, who are going to go against them, right? Yeah. Survivor Series. Hope you're really excited about that match. Because it's going to deliver. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. Waka waka. Then we have a U <laughs> Ugandan Giant versus Steve Gillespie match. Which, again, Mr. Perfect shocked by Ugandan Giant's uh, inability to understand how to pin people oh, and what to do. Like, if it wasn't, like, racist... I would think that the pinning someone up like the wrong way all the was time funny. was funny, but it's, and I did think it was funny when I was a kid, but now it's just like, oh man, like the racism is wild. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. And finally we got a promo of the Undertaker and Paul Bear back at the workshop. <laughs> Again, working on his coffin, a little bit morbid, but that's where we're at with the Undertaker storylines. Um, yo, they're like talking about maggots, maggots, and, yeah. and that's where he goes into Paul Bearer goes into like this being special treated wood so that it decays really fast so that the maggots can get to Kamala's body sooner special treated wood so it decays faster that doesn't make any sense but you that's what he says and I'm wood. like the thing is that this is a family program here Saturday mornings not not the There's Undertaker like segments. five and six year olds watching this and not the mommy Undertaker what does segments. this mean like oof Oof. And then we end with uh, promos again by Tatanka and Money Inc. and the Beverly Brothers. We, and we get, <laughs> I'm seeing here in the notes, we get a lot of the word across when they look across the ring. Listen, I love IRS and I don't ring. want to shit talk. I don't. But I'm just saying, if you're the person taking my money for the government, please don't use words like across. Listen, I know, don't exist. I know people that take your money and investigate cases for the government. And they would probably use words like across. <laughs> so I think this... Maybe it was intentional. Ooh. Ooh. Jen, that's our rundown. Pat. Yes, it is. Next week, we're going to have the other part of tonight, today, Saturday. The Saturday main event. We're going to cover that next week because we're only doing these two superstars and we're going to stop. Saturday main event, going to be exciting. We're going to have three title matches. Bret Hart, Papa Shanga. Yes. Bulldog Shawn Michaels. Yes. Money Inc. versus the Ultimate Maniacs. Bang. Which might be the one and only time. No, they were they were together before SummerSlam. The one and only time you get to see this iteration of them. Oh, but I mean they were together probably doing the same crap. Um. Yeah. Uh, we get to see him. Mm-hmm. You better enjoy it because it's going to be the last time. Uh... <laughs> Noted Notables, as always, this is sponsored by IcoPro. IcoPro for everybody that has a body, right? Or wants a body. Likes their body. Loves their body. For everybody that loves a body. Takes care of their body. You got to want it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> everybody that wants their body. Who had, Who cut the best promo this week? Um, who cut the best promo this week? You know, it wasn't really, like, too... The promos this week, I feel like, weren't... 
I don't know. They kind of fell a little flat. I'm going to give it to Taker and Paul Bearer talking about maggots. Because it's the one I, I remember the most. So now in the future, what we're going to do when we relaunch too is we're going to keep a big board. And we're going to take photos. And on this board, we're going to have half points for, for the promos or whatever. Unless we both agree. And then it's a full. Okay. For each person. That we're okay. going to run down. Because I'm giving it to the Moderick Martell. Because he is going in with the casual racism. Right, right. About these right. fucking feathers. Over yeah, and over yeah, and over yeah. again about okay. this match for the feathers. Like, yo. And it's like, bro. I don't understand. You took the... We saw you take them. I think it's pretty clear Tatanka is telling everybody. He did not give them to you. They are very important spiritual significance to him and his tribe. You fucking took them. Then you have the gall to call him an Indian giver. Like, I'm out. I'm out on the casual racism. Love the energy. I'm going to give it to Rick Martel for the best promo. Are you in on the Inspector Gadget chic? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Me too. Best match. Pretty clean. Pretty simple. I'm going to give it to my man, British Bulldog. Ooh. Defending his IC strap. I don't know. Hopefully he does well again tonight at the main event. Defending that uh, strap. Because I've only seen him defend the strap once. So. Yeah, right? Um, I think he defended it twice. I, I, maybe once against maybe. like a jobber. Um, I'm going to give it... I'm going to zig where you zagged. High energy. Oh, yeah. High energy money, Inc. Okay. My boys. Who won the week... With their clothing. Who's the best? Marty Gennetti. I'll accept that. Okay. And Listen, he's not going to win much. Okay, let's, can we give him this? Can we and I, and I think there was one big loser this week. Max Moon. So he won before. <laughs> and now he's lost. Because I just... I, I feel like he didn't evolve the character further than um, we just saw. Well, we just saw him like one week ago. I don't know why. I don't know why you got to go at him like that. I don't know. Because I don't know if I see him again. So that's why. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going Damien Demento. Okay. I don't understand. I didn't get any vignettes about this man. He's just I don't here. know who he is. I don't know why he's dressed like the crow or whatever he's doing. Is he an S&M guy? I don't know what he... I, I don't, don't understand. Either. And I'm scared. And because I didn't get any backstory, for that reason, I vote for him for the loser. Well... Next week, we have Saturday Night Main Event. Boom. One Superstars. Boom. Then we're cutting it off. Bam. Then we have one Survivor Series episode. Bam. Then we have two Superstars ending with the November one after the Survivor Series. Jen, you excited? Yeah, only I think you got it wrong. Probably did. Always okay. Because those two Superstars are bleeding into December. So then we're just doing... We're going we're gonna to actually... Take the last Superstars episode of November mm -hmm. and bundle it with the first. Got it. Ones in December. So like, like because with, that's what we're doing. Like with cable. So like, if I'm getting this episode, I'm also getting that episode. Yeah, you're gonna bundle it like car insurance and homeowners. Um, that's what we're doing. Because, Having said that, Jen. Uh, y'all's. Montreal. I'm, I go back, I flip and flop, flipping, flopping. We because watched, I mean, we watched some little documentaries. So, full disclosure, oh. we, we turned on to watch the Saturday Night Main Event. Saturday Night Main Event. <laughs> the very next Saturday Night Main Event that occurs. 2006. 2006. So, you have the one that happens in 92. Yeah. Next one in 2006. Yeah. In that Saturday Night Main Event. Yeah. Shawn Michaels. Street fight against Shane McMahon. <laughs> All they do is elude 
to how they screwed Bret Hart. Vince McMahon says, and Brett Sean. Me. So Sean I is screwed Bret Hart, Hart and I, I will screw you. Which, that's what she said. But also... It's just so many layers. Uh, will we ever know? And then he does. Montreal was a word. I think it was a word. Yeah. You can convince me either way at this point. Like they're going to take that to the graves that they were both in on it. Yeah. It probably was. Listen, anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. Max Moon forever.